Hello, good people. If you're tired of a world of fake news, fake personalities, and fake images, you're tuned into the right place. This is Sean Barksdale, and this is 10 Minutes of Truth. Forget about what somebody else think about you. What do you think about you? Your past don't define you. If you'd like to become a sponsor or advertise on 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast, contact me, Sean Barksdale. You can reach me at 434-446-6633 or shoot me a text. Or you can reach us at 10MinutesOfTruth.com. And remember, we'll always provide a platform for your truth on the 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast. What's your truth? Mr. Lindsey Terry, how you doing, my brother? Please, please. How you doing? Man, I'm great, man. Hey, listen, first and foremost, uh, I want to take the time out to thank you. I uh, appreciate you, bro, for um, taking the time out um, to give us this interview first and foremost. But I want people to know that uh, this is not an interview. This is a, just going to be a conversation, man, between two friends. Um, I want to I wanna start off by allowing you to just let the people know briefly, man, who you are. Um, first and foremost, um, yes, my honorable name is Lindsey Terry. My right name is Victoria Salah. Um, I'm just an individual just striving to be better, make the day better than the day before. Beautiful, beautiful. Nice and simple to the point. Um, let's get right into this thing, bro. Uh, so I want you to, because, all right, well, a lot of people know, a lot of people don't know that, um, you know, we were in prison. I knew his, uh, older brother, which we'll talk about a little bit later on of early, um, when he came into the prison, of course, you know, uh, Vic was wild. You know, I was coming out of a, um, a stage of wildness. I still had a little bit in me, but I was transitioning into, you know, just trying to better myself. And, uh, you know, I gave him some uh, gems and jewels and, you know, he took them and he, he ran with it and excelled beyond what I ever thought that I would see him excel. Um, saying that as he went on, you know, in his bit, he, um, you ended up, uh, the first question I have for you, bro, is, uh, you, where did you go to trucking school at? <laughs> um, I got, I went to trucking school at Southside Community College, technically, okay. that was part okay. of it, but I, it actually, uh, school started actually in prison. Okay. Okay. That's what I thought. I, 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 I thought, as a matter of fact, <laughs> he's in the truck now, you're in the truck now, right? Correct. Okay. See, he's in the truck now. You know, um, a lot of people don't know in which we we will dive, uh, you know, kind of a deep dive into the the trucking industry, and he'll he'll give us some ins and outs of that. But first, let's get back to that right there, man. Tell us about um how that journey started. Why why trucking? Why what? First and foremost, why did you you choose that profession? Uh, there was an individual that I had who was. One of my best sale partners I've ever had in the penitentiary system, or I've had over 90 sale partners. Okay. Um, his name was Kevin Dunlap, aka Dirty Bird. And, um, man, he had a picture of a, of a, of an orange Volvo truck, what I now know to be an orange Volvo truck on the wall. And this man used to study this book. And I'm like, man, what are you, what are you doing? Why are you, why are you trying to learn about trucks? You know, fellas can't, we fellas, we can't be truck drivers. Mm. Little just, oh. That was probably like the craziest statement that I made in the last ten years. Right, right, absolutely, absolutely, especially you know <laughs> now. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so okay, so 
Where were you at that time? What spring were you on? What prison were you at? King Mountain. Okay, okay, okay. So where did you officially start school? What, what compound were you on? Nah, so this is why I said um, unofficially. I actually learned. Okay. Uh, so I left King Mountain. While I was at King Mountain, I still had, I was fighting my North Carolina time. Mm. Um, I five to eight down there. They, uh, I fought for four and a half years to get my sentence, my sentence order correct, okay. corrected. Then Virginia didn't want to give me my, um, my date. Yet and still, while I'm with Dirty in the sales, we going over, um, trucking. So after they, they fixed my, um, my sentencing order, I was moved to Greenville. It only had seven points. Um, they had to take the detainer off. When they took me to Greenville, I went around. My my first thing I was trying to do was find somebody when I drive a truck. Okay. Well, when they pulled me over to reentry part, I started a CDL study group. Hmm. I got a I got a man named Duke. Anybody that was at Greenville or know uh, old man Duke and Mister Cole, they those two had dr- driven truck before they were incarcerated. They they him, but they became elders of the park. We used to get, I used to get him and anybody else that had knew, that had a CDL before, I used to get them to come over there and show us on a plunger. Oh, wow. So, yeah. uh, so, so the plunger, like, for the gears? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, unbelievable. So, I mean, no, it, and, it's, and it's really, I mean, shoot, you can ask Ohio, you can ask Red Gold, you can ask the King, you can ask Prince. Right. Um, all of Hard. Like we, we, it started with six men, um, in my study group Okay. before I was, before I got out, it was like over 70 men waiting to get in my class. Wow. Unbelievable, bro. That is unbelievable. So what, um, okay. So you, 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 you get out and you go to Southside then. Nah, I get out and, and go to, um, and start working with my pops cutting and selling wood. Okay. Uh, work with him. And then I get a job at McDonald's. Okay. That's what it's, you oh that's you worked at McDonald's when you first came on. <laughs> I didn't know man. this. I, I, I listen as all these years I never knew this. Man, McDonald's is McDonald's is like well I always try to tell people like absolutely. I, I started I at Burger King, and I, and I loved it. it as a fact, I, I worked like I was at a five star restaurant. You did. I did. Really? I, I, I did. Every, whenever you came through, anybody saw me. I, you know, I was five star restaurant to me. You know, <laughs> so yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Go ahead, brother. I tell people like, yo, McDonald's. McDonald's is where I always will forever remain humble. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I mean, even getting the job itself, I had to tell. I forgot the uh, the queen's name um, who gave me the opportunity. Right. I told. Her, I said, if you hire me. You know, it's the difference between hiring me and somebody who's not, you know, on probation and parole. Because if if some if they do something, they you just gonna fire them, right? And they just gonna the next gig. Right. With me, if I do something that's wrong, detrimental, you can call my probation officer. You can have me, you know, locked back up. So yeah. I have more to lose. Absolutely. So I got the job off on the strength of that, you know. And then um, she was just working at McDonald's. I was going outside picking up cigarette butts and pieces of gum. Mm-hmm. Nobody else. Or had to mm-hmm. you know that, that was a means to like okay after i started there i think i did that for like a couple of weeks mm-hmm. wrote me a, a letter of recommendation then the gm i forgot the other uh the 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 lady who runs both stores she ended up writing me a letter of recommendation to my probation officer so 
you know, I could have got off probation and parole uh, within six months, but I told him, no, I need to be able to stay on it so I could show brothers, like, nah, don't run. We're, mm-hmm. not, we're, not, we're not doing anything we got to run from no more. So, That's right. You know. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So uh, what happens, uh, where does the trucking come in at? After Presto. I oh. leave. Okay. I leave. I was working McDonald's and Presto at the same time. Okay. I ended McDonald's up. And then once I got, I was working both of these jobs for um, an advancement of pay so I can be able to get my license. I had to get my, um because you can't go to trucking school without having a valid license. Mm. So I had a, um, what you call it, a, um, man, I'm tired, a uh, restricted license. Okay, okay. I was, okay. Given, I was given a restricted license, but I had to pay off my, you know, court costs and your fines, and then you can get off probation and parole. Um, yeah, that's how you can complete. You must pay off your court costs and fines. Also, look up 53.5 interest on court costs and fines. That way you know if I have to pay your interest if you're incarcerated for said crime. Got it, man. Got it. <clears throat> uh, okay, so you, you, I want you to, for every young man and woman that is coming up, uh, whether they're youth or they're coming out of, of incarceration, can you take us uh, step by step on how a person uh, uh, designs or creates a trucking business? First and foremost, introspection. Um, introspection is key when we just to get into trucking before you start driving like before I started driving today my my ship okay. I had to do what's called a pre-trip that means I had to uh, to, to, to test the truck I had to go around do check outside check the lights check everything all around we have to do that with ourselves first and foremost mm-hmm. I have to be as a driver but, but me my person I have to. I have to do it. Is my is my physical in order? Is my mental in order? Are my emotions in order? So before somebody get into trucking or any other industry, I tell them do an introspection first. Write down all the and then write down your finances. Write down your goals. What do you need to be paid? You know, you have to be able to understand your worth, your value, understand the market. Mm. So writing down these things is key. Those who fail to plan plan to fail. Absolutely. So you, that's the, those are the things I tell them first and foremost, before you even, if, if you're still inside or if you just came home, you know, you need to be able to, uh, have something tangible, have it written down. Um, especially coming home on probation, you know, and right. or parole. So if you're on both, like I, my, I actually sent these out to my, to the, the field office. Now, a lot of these offices won't even open these things up until you come home. Um, just talk, I mean, a lot of these officers do that. I know that now from being on, I'm on the uh, parole, bo- uh, probation, probation and parole board for Halifax County, Campbell County, and Pennsylvania County. Okay. So understanding the, how they looking at things like, man, have it written down so you can see, oh, no, I'm right. doing this and this in these 30 days. Here's my 30-day goals, my 60-day goals, my 90-day goals. Here's my six month goals in my one year have these things have some have, make them i would make them reachable and have a couple things that are like maybe i gotta go the extra mile to go get them mm. but is isn't that the goal isn't that our goal out here absolutely 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 man um that yeah that's extraordinary because that that 
that plan right there works for any plan. You got to have a written plan. Vic is real big. I, I'm telling you guys, uh, I know him. And anything that he 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 puts up, or when he's with the youth, the first the first thing that he speaks of is grabbing that pen and that paper. And this is something that you know uh, he instilled in me that we pour into each other, man. So this is correct. This is correct. That that written plan, um, it it'll start getting you through. Hey, bro, listen, check this out. You know, you you let's get down to the nitty gritty a little bit because uh, you know you kind of gave us a sweet side, um, but a lot of people. Uh, I was saying this to you the other day, man. I was like, if people don't follow your snap, they won't know everything that go with this trucking situation, man. Because, like, you know, people think it's sweet and they think that it's a lot of money and, and X, Y, and Z. But I'm seeing you under the hood. I'm seeing you under that joint. I'm seeing you, like, you have, you know, tons and tons of, of stuff that you carrying down the highway you know, to New York and you and California, so on and so forth. And it's very dangerous. It's very dangerous, right? Um, so can you can you tell us, man, uh really what's the hardest part about trucking? Hello, good people. If you're tired of a world of fake news, fake personalities, and fake images, you're tuning to the right place. This is Sean Barksdale, and this is Ten Minutes of Truth. Forget about what somebody else think about you. What do you think about you? Your past don't define you. If you'd like to become a sponsor or advertise on 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast, contact me, Sean Barksdale. You can reach me at 434-446-6633 or shoot me a text. Or you can reach us at 10minutesoftruth.com. And remember, we'll always provide a platform for your truth on the 10 Minutes of Truth Podcast. What's your truth?